0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, June 30th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine says COVID numbers continue to trend higher and it's time to get serious. Kevin Landers reports. The governor says the numbers that are going up are not just a result of increased testing. He also says it also is connected to community spread. And he worries about what's
1: happening in Texas and Florida could happen here in Ohio. That should frighten us. It frightens me as the governor of Ohio. And that's why we're working so very, very hard, frankly, to talk about wearing masks, to talk about keeping the distance.
0: Now the governor made no policy changes. He did say the state will now be taking a more regional approach to dealing with hotspots. No one size fits all strategy will continue. Kevin Landers for the Ohio News Network. Outdoor visits will be allowed again at Ohio nursing homes beginning July 20th. Governor DeWine said he weighed the risk of relaxing the restriction against the importance of family visits to people's mental well-being. It was announced even as spikes in COVID-19 cases were reported in two southwest Ohio counties, Hamilton and Montgomery. DeWine said Vice President Mike Pence shared his concern on a Monday call and has offered federal help. The National Guard is stepping up pop-up testing sites in the area as well. Ohio had more than 50 51,000 confirmed and probable virus cases as of today. Governor DeWine said yesterday that a handful of public health orders related to the coronavirus set to expire tomorrow have been extended for a week. Pete Scalia has more.
1: During his regular press conference, DeWine said his administration's working to revise the orders affecting business sectors from the bar and restaurant industry to personal services and daycares. He urged the public not to read too much into the extension, which is simply meant to afford his working groups more time. DeWine said that he expects to announce Thursday the next phase of Ohio's reopening plan, including the much-anticipated guidance for school districts. Pete Scalia, ONN News.
0: Columbus City Council will meet again today to discuss whether or not police should have access to military-style gear and weapons. Tracy Townsend has more.
1: Today, the Finance Committee will have a hearing on reducing military-style equipment to determine what they can and what they cannot purchase. Columbus City Council President Pro Tem Elizabeth Brown believes establishing all of this will help move the city forward in bringing unity. The federal government will no longer sell a certain grade of military. military. Military equipment to local law enforcement agencies. And then they'd severely restrict kind of a secondary list. I'm Tracy Townsend. A
0: group of clergy members is giving Columbus Police Chief Thomas Quinlan a vote of no confidence. ONN's Lacey Crisp says the area religious coalition is demanding action on changes they say they were promised.
1: The group of clergy took to the podium instead of the pulpit to demand the action they say they were promised 20 months ago by Columbus Mayor Andrew Ginther and then interim Police Chief Thomas Quinlan. The group brought a list of seven demands. Only a couple have been accomplished. Mayor Ginther signed an executive order to have BCI investigate in custody deaths. And they are urging Mayor Ginther to adopt their list of seven demands on police reform as soon as possible. In Columbus, Lacey Crisp.
0: A former Cincinnati City Councilwoman accused of accepting $15,000 as part of a scheme to trade votes for money has pleaded guilty to a federal fraud charge. Tamaya Dinard entered the plea yesterday in federal court to a count of honest services wire fraud, meaning defrauding citizens and the city council of their right to honest services. No sentencing date was immediately set. Authorities alleged in court documents that in August of last year, Dinard contacted someone she knew who had business before the city council and sought money and the following month received two separate payments. An Ohio Department of Transportation worker is shaken up after a dangerous situation on I-71 in central Ohio last night. Tracy Townsend has the story.
1: Tiffany Thorpe and her team were working on I-71 South right there at 161 when they say a young woman veered into their construction zone, slamming into their vehicle. Thankfully, Thorpe is okay, but she has a message to drivers who are near construction zones.
0: If you're a parent and you have a kid who is learning, teach them about construction zones. Tell them when you're out in the car with them, don't just depend on like drivers did.
1: This year alone, ODOT workers have been hit by drivers 18 times. I'm Tracy Townsend. Special thanks to our affiliate station
0: WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett for the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast,
1: a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.